Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are stress and anxiety interfering with your happiness? Have you been considering seeing a therapist, but you're not sure where to start? BetterHelp will assess your counseling needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist so you can start getting the support you need online in under 24 hours. Special offer for Anxiety Slayer listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. Welcome back to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and partner, Ananga Sevier. And today we're going to be talking about what to do when anxiety makes you feel ungrounded. And feeling ungrounded is absolutely a common experience with anxiety. Anybody who suffers with anxiety knows what this feels like. Welcome back, Ananga. Hey, Shen. What are the symptoms of anxiety related to feeling ungrounded? I think the most obvious one is just feeling really restless, restless and unsettled. Sometimes we might describe it as feeling tired, but wired. We know we need to rest, but the mind's just spinning out, looping thoughts. Um, Sometimes we feel disconnected from our surroundings, like we're not really there, we're not really connecting properly. And we can feel like that with the people around us in our lives too, that we're just not really present and connecting and we feel scattered. Yeah, I often feel, well, I'm not often ungrounded, thankfully, but when I am, I feel like I'm not even in my body. I feel like I'm somewhere floating around. (laughs) above my body and need to to bring it back in yeah and it's not a very nice feeling and for many it's a feeling that feels similar to the beginning of an anxiety attack so Mm -hmm. often when we get those kinds of feelings we flag it and think oh no and then the anxiety can really escalate why does this happen why do we feel so ungrounded when we're anxious ayurveda offers some really helpful insights on this Ayurveda teaches that there are five key elements in the world, in us, in everything, earth, water, fire, air, and ether. And the body type most prone to suffering with anxiety is the air and ether type. It's the vata type, as we've discussed many times on the podcast. So that type is an airy, flighty, ungrounded type. So when we become what we describe as vata disturbed, when that vata energy increases in us, that airy, ethereal, floaty energy, when that increases too much in us, then we feel ungrounded and we feel anxious and we feel out of touch. So when those qualities increase too much, that's when we have anxiety. The good news is in understanding that there are things we can do in our lifestyle, our diet, even in our relationships to help us feel more grounded more present and more calm, more calm and at home in ourselves in a peaceful way. And our environment can be a big part of that too. And in the time of year right now in the Northern hemisphere, it's moving from fall to winter. So the winds are picking up, the temperatures are cooler. 
the light is changing, all of these things can be vata provoking. And I know you told me a story a long time ago about a place in Switzerland and how the people there suffer with anxiety because of the environment. Will you, will you share that with us? Yeah, I, there's an area in Switzerland where there's a particular wind that blows very persistently and it causes so many cases of anxiety and anxiety-related symptoms that there's a disease that's named locally after that wind. Wow. And those symptoms include headaches, insomnia, anxiety, insecurity, which is another symptom of ungroundedness, and low moods. And of course, what we know is that to feel calm and secure, we have to find a way to feel grounded. And I imagine that these folks in Switzerland that experience that are are doing all they can not to suffer those symptoms because that's a, a part of the region and a part of the area that they've probably come very adept at doing what needs done to feel better and not be swept away in that. Yeah, hopefully there's some good old teachings there passed down that that you can insulate yourself and ground yourself and, and not suffer. Yeah. And this is where things like this time of year, I oil my um, nostrils and my inner ears and sometimes even my belly button before I'm out and about, you know, I go to Lake Michigan a lot and the winds kick up a great deal this time of year, or just even being outside going for a walk, if I don't have a hat on or a scarf. And even with the hat and scarf, having just that oiling up just a little bit helps me remain grounded. Yeah. And there's good science behind it, Ayurvedic science behind it, because, you know, it can sound strange what you're putting oil up your nose, in your ears, and in your belly button before you go out. But that's exactly what's recommended in Ayurveda. Ayurveda teaches that Vata lives in the spaces in our body. It's a spacey energy. It's a spacey body type and it occupies spaces and the belly button is one of the seats of Vata. So if we're talking about qualities that add to that airy feeling and add to anxiety, the qualities of Vata being that it's light, it's moving, it's cold, it's dry. Oil is an opposite to those qualities. Oil is stable. It's lubricating, it's warming if it's sesame oil. So putting oil in your ears and in your nose and in your belly button is exactly what we need to be doing as an antidote, a natural antidote to the autumn season. If my daughter goes outside for more than two minutes at this time of year, she has earache and she starts to feel anxious. It happens that fast. So she has to always have a scarf around her ears or some cotton wool and some oil in her ears. And it's such an easy practice. You just need to prepare, get some high quality sesame oil. I apply mine just with a Q-tip very easily. Uh, Earmuffs are good. Scarves are good. Hats are good. Anything that you can do to prepare. And then you're going to enjoy the season that much more as well. And when you're inside, Finding ways to keep warm and still in a, in a soft, comfortable environment is also a good thing to try. Yeah, we need to be warm, um, supported. We need to feel safe. So sometimes uh, in the past on the podcast, we've talked about making a nest with blankets and cushions somewhere where you can curl up and feel really warm and still 
and safe. And sometimes adding a little weight to your coverings is helpful too, because of the qualities of vata that increase and provoke anxiety. One of them is lightness. So adding weight, it's a gentle opposite. And these are the laws of Ayurveda applying gentle, simple opposites to the state that's out of balance to help us come back into balance. And if you feel challenged by being asked to be still and quiet, as, as many do, try playing some really calming and soothing music. Back to the essential oils. Find your favorite essential oils that we'll be talking about a little bit later in the podcast. That there are so many that are available that can help you feel grounded. And Ananga, you mentioned weight, and I wanted to talk a little bit about weighted blankets. We used to have a partnership with a company that unfortunately is is no longer in business. They were a a small uh, mom and pop company, and I tried to reach out to them before this podcast, and I was unable to. They made a weighted blanket for me years ago, and the blankets weigh anywhere between five and 30 pounds. And the extra weight mimics a therapeutic technique called deep pressure stimulation. And what these weighted blankets can do is relieve the perception of pain, reduce symptoms of anxiety, improve sleep quality, and relieve symptoms of depression. I invite you to check out a weighted blanket. There are many available online. I wish I could still recommend the company that we worked with before, but at at this point I can't. But I can tell you that weighted blankets are really nice along with the other suggestions that we've made. And if a weighted blanket isn't in your wheelhouse right now, there are things that you can do to add weight to your nest by extra blankets and and things that uh, will give you that little extra pressure. That's what I do at this time of the year. I layer up my bedding. Mm-hmm. When it comes to this time of year, I have a, a really beautiful, thick Indian cotton quilt that's naturally got some weight to it. So I put that over my bedding. And sometimes I'll add a heavy blanket on top as well. And if I just want that extra sense of, of grounding, I'll tuck my bedding in under the mattress. So you're kind of cocooned and you can feel the weight of the bedding on you. So weighted blankets are definitely helpful. But if it feels too much of an investment or you just want to try kind of a DIY home option, just add heavy bedding and tuck yourself in. And because anxiety is provoked by cold, make sure you're warm in bed, even just a good old fashioned hot water bottle in there with you makes a surprising amount of difference. After the break, we'll be talking about grounding essential oils, nourishing bedtime drinks, and simple yoga poses for grounding and calming anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are stress and anxiety interfering with your happiness and preventing you from living your best life? There have been a few times in my life where I've needed some extra support and wish I had an option for online support. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. To be clear, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online, and their services available for clients worldwide. You get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to leave your home. 
It's more affordable than traditional in-person counseling, and financial aid is available. You can start living a happier life today. Special offer for Anxiety Slayer listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. Before the break, we were talking about making a nest, which is always a wonder. You know, I like to make a nest even if I'm not feeling anxious. My winter bed is absolutely the most comfortable bed of of the season. Uh, And it's fun to add the extra blankets and pillows and, and make a beautiful space to sink in and rest. Some of the other suggestions that we have for grounding are using essential oils. And Ananga's favorite is vetiver. Tell us about vetiver. It's a root of a grass. Um, in Ayurveda, it's called rupus. Uh, pus is like a grass. And it has this beautiful grounding scent to it. Sometimes they burn the grass off before they harvest the roots, which makes a very smoky essential oil. It's used in perfumery as a base note. But it's super calming. It's really relaxing, very good for anxiety very good for vata, and you can blend it with, with other oils. One really effective way to use that oil for clearing the mind, bringing all that head anxiety down, is to mix it with a little almond or sesame oil and massage it into the soles of your feet before sleep. That's so nice. And even if you don't have the vetiver, to do that with oil is, is helpful. Uh, some of my favorites are lavender and lang lang and bergamot orange. And there's, there's so many to choose from, so many grounding oils to choose from. And each can calm your vata mind if you're feeling like you need some extra support. Lavender, I will put a, a little dot on my wrist and a little dot on my chest before I go to doctor's appointments or I was at the dentist this week. And just having that gentle friend, that sweetness with me, <laughs> being able to smell the lavender was, was helpful. Yeah. Even just applying some lavender over your heart area before you settle in for the night, is definitely very calming and lavender helps build a sense of trust. And it really does bring peace to the mind. And there are also some bedtime drinks that we've recommended over the years that both of us enjoy and use. And the first one is warm almond milk or nut milk of your choice, or if you're drinking cow's milk, cow's milk will work as well with a pinch of nutmeg or saffron. And nutmeg is a natural sedative and saffron is so very soothing to your heart. The milk helps you go to sleep and the nutmeg helps you stay asleep and it tastes good. It's a nice, the the flavor is nice and you don't have to have a, a lot of it to uh, reap the benefits. Yeah, we've had a few nice messages from listeners who've been trying that and are really happy with it as an addition to their sleep routine. Chamomile tea is also an excellent choice to drink before bed. And did you know that drinking a cup of chamomile tea offers the same pain-relieving benefits as taking an aspirin or an ibuprofen? Amazing, isn't it? I know. I mean, I had no idea. I learned that on... uh, Healthline. I was searching for something else and looking into it and, and found the chamomile tea information. And I thought that's so interesting. I had 
no idea. I know that it makes me feel super relaxed. And I know that it's good for our immune system. And of course, that it can ease anxiety and depression, but I had no idea that it also can relieve some pain. So if you're one of those people who your body pains and things start kind of niggling right before bed or when you're in bed, chamomile is a really good choice to try and see if it can ease up not only your anxiety, but any body pain. And then of course, help you sleep, which is another big part of of this time of year. We've heard so many people who are dealing with sleep issues and and we're going to be talking more about sleep in our next couple of episodes. We've got a great interview coming up as well as more information for you on that. So we won't go there today. Are there any other um, bedtime drinks that you like? I, I think those are really the ones. Um, sometimes I'll drink a hot turmeric milky drink before bed, like a turmeric chai. Yogi tea make a really nice one. Or um, Paka Herbs, Paka Relax is a very good vata calming tea. Yeah, they have nighttime too. I like night nighttime with oat straw. And then of course, we can't talk about getting grounded without mentioning yoga. There are so many benefits to practicing yoga and you don't have to be the yogi that you see in the media or the yogini that you see in the media. These are these are poses that you can do that anyone can do with ease and grace and they are for grounding and calm and the, and the two that we're going to bring up today one is Shavasana or the corpse pose. And the other one is Balasana, child's pose. And with Shavasana, all you need to do is make a comfortable place on the floor, rest on your back with your arms at your side, your palms facing up, and let yourself be fully supported by the floor, the earth beneath you. You might want to roll up a blanket and put it under your knees might want to have a little support for your head. And the whole intention is just to let go of all the tension in your body and to tell yourself, to remind yourself that you are safe. So you might say, I am safe. I am supported with each inhale and exhale. And we recommend that you do this for five or 10 minutes. It's just sinking in. It's allowing the earth to cradle you while you breathe deeply in and out telling yourself that you're safe. It is phenomenal. For pitta doshas, it's a little bit of a struggle. So if you tend to be more pitta, more do, 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 go, 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 uh, got to be somewhere now. This is an excellent pose for you to practice. (laughs) (laughs) It's another area where following a guided practice can be really helpful because the pitta mind might feel that they've got better things to do. The vata mind might feel very adverse to laying quietly with their minds, um, because the anxious mind can really break into those quieter moments. So following a guided practice can be really helpful because it just shepherds the mind and occupies the mind into a deeper and more relaxing practice. And we have a couple of recordings on Patreon of uh, guided practices that you made for us, Shan, some time ago. That's right. And I look forward to making some more of those, actually. That's so fun to Rest in Shavasana. Let me guide you through it. And Nanga's music behind my voice. Really lovely, lovely. Yeah, we're planning on more. And then there's Balasana or child's pose. And this is a very common beginner's yoga pose. It's often used as a resting position in between more difficult asanas during a yoga practice. 
and it's just comforting. And it's almost like being in the fetal position only on your knees with your, with your arms and your body out in front of you. And you can look that up very easily if you want to see a picture of child's pose. The benefits of practicing child's pose are really wonderful, including helping you if you feel dizzy or really tired. It's a wonderful stretch that relaxes your spine. Very calming. This pose is incredibly calming. And that, that's why I mentioned the, the fetal position, going back to that nesting idea of, oh, okay, I'm safe. This encourages strong and steady breathing as well. It releases tension in, in your back and in your shoulders. And it's always recommended when you're suffering with anxiety. Always. If you get into child's pose and allow yourself to breathe, even five or 10 rounds of your breath, you will notice a difference. Yeah, it's, it's described in Ayurveda as voluntary curling up. You know, sometimes we have that feeling with anxiety where we just want to curl up in a ball or curl up and hide. And that's actually a natural response. It's a natural grounding response. So child's pose is doing it beneficially and hopefully before things get too uncomfortable. Definitely a good thing to do every day. So very grounding. And that's what all of this is today that we've been talking about is what you can do to feel more grounded, being mindful of your environment, oiling up, making yourself a nest, sampling some essential oils like vetiver and lavender, the bedtime drinks that we brought forward that are so yummy and good for you, as well as these yoga poses that will be a big benefit if you practice them. We're so glad that you listen to Anxiety Slayer and that you keep coming back. And thanks to all who supported us during our anniversary and our anniversary sale. We appreciate you and we're really grateful for your support. If you want to dive deeper into this topic, you're welcome to continue on our Patreon where you can get access to Oasis, our album of guided grounding techniques. As a patron for our podcast, you get a deeper dive into some of the topics we cover, as well as over 100 downloads for supporting our show. You can learn more at patreon.com forward slash anxiety slayer. And again, thanks for listening.